0: Everybody, let's spin some yarn. Hey, uh, I got a request for a topic. Uh, this will probably be relatively short um, because I'm going to address something very specific about the topic that was requested. And what it was was midterm counselings. Uh, and I got an email about basically what a young LPO should be doing during midterm counselings. Uh, I kind of described the midterm counselings they received uh, as not very productive, like, uh, you know, the hot running young sailor that was a basically just told like, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. Um, without any kind of constructive criticism or feedback, the sailor then asked for that feedback, said, hey, I need more than that. Like, I know I have weak areas. I know I can be doing better. So can you please address those? And didn't really get what they were looking for. And now transitioning into an LPO role is put in the position of doing midterm counseling's. And so really the question was asked, like, you know, and I, and I'm not going to get into the the guidance and the instruction and stuff because they, the question was so specific. Uh, it was basically like, I understand the guidance. I understand the requirements. I read the book already. What I want to know is how to do it the right way. Like, how do I sit down and, and basically maximize this encounter for, for what I need it for? Like, uh, and I'm going to kind of explain it two ways. Um, the way I do, it's kind of weird and, and I'll explain what I mean in a minute. But, um, the requirement is that, you know, halfway through a reporting period, a sailor gets a midterm counseling, right? I'm again, I'm not going to blabor you with the instruction and stuff, but they oftentimes, like I, I didn't get midterm counseling. It's like, I don't, I remember like as a chief, it's happened pretty regularly. Uh, cause we sit down with the CO uh, the majority of the time, me, my, my cob, which is a submarine CMC, and then essentially, and then, uh, the CEO, we'll, we'll sit down in the stateroom. we'll do the midterm counseling, and then we'll do the e- eval debrief six months later, and then do another midterm counseling and keep her washing and repeating, right? Since I've been a chief for the last seven and a half years, that's been the, the battle rhythm. Most of the time, I think that happened pretty much every time. Um... But as a junior sailor, I've, I very vividly remember signing my eval and always wondering, like, I wonder if I'm ever actually going to do this midterm counseling that I keep signing this block signature of individual counsel. Like, I wonder if it's ever going to happen. Uh, and, it, you know, it did, as I said, later in my career. But uh, a lot of times that's what happens is they get blown off. A lot of times uh, commands kind of lose track of them. There's not really formal paperwork retention required. Um, and so you just... It's, you know, usually just like a required report. Hey, I got all my midterm counseling's done. Um, some commands do retain paperwork. I, I know, I do know that, but uh, it's usually just like an informal sheet. Uh, what I've commonly seen done, and I, and I feel free to share with me anything you've seen done that you thought was really great, but um, what I commonly, what I see done is you print out a blank eval, you put your name on it, you write three strengths, three weaknesses, and you go in and discuss it. Not my favorite flavor. Um, that's generally what we still kind of do. Uh, I, I present what I think my self-assessment is and then the CEO and, and Cobb will tell me what they think theirs are and what they think my goals should be and stuff like that. So it's a productive conversation. Um, I just don't know if the three strengths, three weaknesses model is is the best, but you know it's better than nothing. So that's generally the template. Um, first, I'm gonna talk about kind of how I do it uh, as a potential solution. Um, and then I will tell you how the actual conduct of a midterm counseling, if you're going to do it the way that it's understood that you'll, you'll do it every six months, um, how that could work the best. Right. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is how I do it. So how I do it is essentially, um, I do it all the time. So I sit down and talk to my guys a lot. I do it very, very frequently, um, on an as needed basis, but also like basically as an as needed basis as they need it, or as I think they need it. So what I mean by that is if they need to sit down and talk to me, um, like my supply officer is very frequently in need of feedback and, and course corrections, not because she's doing a bad job. She needs that, direction and she's hungry for that kind of mentorship and direction and she wants to sit down with me on a regular basis to make sure she's doing the right things to ask me questions, to get critiques of her performance it, I think it's great not everybody needs that, but she does and so I routinely sit down with her and we and we talk through th- whatever she's concerned about, and then I'll address some things that I've seen, uh, and it, they're really great conversations, and I, they do a lot for her, and they do a lot for me because I know, I kind of have the the my finger on the pulse of her development and i and i am regularly like once a week having conversations like this with her about where she's at what she's doing uh how she's dealing with everything and adjusting to submarines and how she's doing on her quals and how she always wants to know like what she can do better as our division officer and department head because she fills both roles as an ensign it's and she's doing all the quals like it's a pretty stressful role she's put in so I do things like that where she needs it on a regular basis. So if my sailors need to sit down and talk to me, whether it's weekly, like my supply officer, or it's less frequently, um, but they just kind of come to me on an as needed basis and need to sit down and talk to me, we do that and we do it based on milestones, like uh, maybe detailing or reenlistment or qualifications or uh, advancement, stuff like that, or uh, just they just need to sit down and talk. Like, hey, senior, can we sit down and talk and, and go over some stuff? Or I'm thinking about putting in an officer package or, wh- or whatever. And then we do it when I think it's needed. And what I mean by that is, is every time I see something uh, that I think needs to get addressed on that level, I'll grab them and be like, hey, come on, let's uh, let's go over here and talk. Right. And I'll sit down and have a five minute conversation or, or an hour long conversation, depending on what kind of falls out as the conversation happens. Uh, I do that very regularly. Uh, it, uh, it could be anywhere, anytime. Like I go into the galley while my guys are working and talk to them. I'll go. You know, maybe after a divisional quarters, I'll keep a guy behind. Maybe I'll pull a guy in the Chiefs quarters if it's bordering on disciplinary issue. Like, you know, it's being unprofessional and I kind of caught it before it got too serious. And, you know, we'll take him in there and have that kind of a conversation. Uh, And maybe some other Chiefs will jump in with me. But I, I do that kind of stuff very frequently. And I'll tell you why. Um, uh, In addition to it just being needed to keep guys on the straight and narrow, which is essentially what the evaluation process is about. It's to document their performance, to communicate to the Navy that they're ready or not for promotion, but also it's for their own personal and professional development, right? To make sure that they're heading the direction that they, they want to. And I think it's needed to keep them out of the areas right keep them coloring inside the lines that we want them to i think it's necessary to do it the way that i'm doing it and again this is just what works for me uh, but i think it could work for a lot of people as well that it keeps me very often from never having to go down a uh, disciplinary style route like it usually if i get to that point i get to that point one time where i'm raising my voice or yelling or we're having like an informal DRB or just writing a counseling sheet and very sternly conveying that you are on the other side of the boundaries. Get back to where you need to be and this is why and this is what could happen if you don't, right? Generally, that's where it ends. I'm not a big fan of administrative processes. I'm not a big fan of um, formal disciplinary stuff unless it it's just there's no other option. If I've exhausted every resource, Um, because if in my mind, I failed as a leader, if I get to that point and, uh, it's only happened to me two times, both submarines I've been on, there's been one guy that I haven't been able to get through to. Um, but I, I have a lot more success with this method than peers of mine I've seen use the method of, you know, where they kind of go straight to paperwork. I I think, I think junior sailors feel alienated when we do that, when we're so quick to jump to administrative stuff. I feel like they, they think they can't recover in my eyes if there's paperwork, right? And there are times where my, your hands are forced. And I, I understand that the UCMJ is what it is. There are rules we have to follow in the, our oversight of, of disciplinary, uh, items and good or discipline. It's just that there are things that, when certain triggers are pulled it's i I can't ring that bell i i there there are things i just have to do sometimes but for for daily stuff for for routine stuff for normal everyday performance stuff the method that i find works best is uh the very routine either they need it or i think they need it and those conversations get had and what that turns into is the actual midterm counseling's it's very quick recap of, and, and you know, we, Hey, we've talked about all these things. We talk about them all the time. Keep doing this. These are the things you need to keep working on. Keep trending this direction. Do you have any questions? And then we just keep it moving instead of stopping and having a long informal thing. Because the, and the one of the biggest reasons I think it works so well is because I don't think I can give you everything you need in a 30 minute midterm counseling every six months or an hour long midterm counseling every six months. Um, And essentially, I guess what I'm just describing is kind of just like good deck plate leadership. And then, yeah, there's a formal process in place to do a midterm counseling. But uh, I think sometimes because we have that mechanism in place, we might forget to do some of these things. And and I also want to make clear that I understand that um, not everybody has this type of accessibility. And when they're in my role, like I understand submarines being small, my division and department are small. They have access to their senior chief very readily like it's not hard for them to get to me Uh, my understanding at least from my experience serving with surface sailors is junior sailors don't have that kind of access to their chief because there's so many junior sailors on board Um, they do however have access to second classes and first classes so in that in that position you would need to be training your lower level leaders to, to do these things, to be kind of getting this pulse and taking these readings. And then you would have to go spot check it. I mean, you wouldn't be able to be quite as involved as I am. I, I have that freedom because again, it's a, it's a smaller unit. Uh, and I'm filling a, an, like an LCPO role and a department chief role, but I have the ability to do those things because I see my guys every day. Uh, there's only seven of them. And then I got my three supply guys and that's it. So I, I, and very accessible to them and I'm able to give them a lot of individual attention. That's kind of the way I do it. Uh, As far as the content of a midterm counseling session, like, so if you're going to sit down and do this every six month interview style thing, when you do it, right? uh, It's, it's important that you identify the weak areas, right? I definitely, I want to identify weak areas. Which is what this junior sailor is missing that that got a hold of me, but you also want to build on strengths and all of those are criticisms, right? Like my saying, my pointing at a weak spot and telling you how to improve on it, me pointing at something that is known to be one of your strengths, but you could do better is also a criticism. I'm giving you constructive criticism for weaknesses and strengths. That's kind of what it's all about. I, I have mechanisms to praise you for doing a good job. I don't think that's what a midterm counseling is all about. You can, you can definitely reinforce positive behaviors. That's very productive, and you should be doing that. But I can reinforce those positive behavior, behaviors with awards and early promotes on evals and all the other mechanisms I have available to me, right? I don't need to spend bandwidth during a midterm counseling telling them how great they are. I've got ways to do that, and and if they're that great, I've been doing that, so they know. That's been validated already, and it'll be validated again when I write the eval in six months. During a midterm counseling, you should be spending your bandwidth on telling them how they can be better. Build on strengths, build on weaknesses. Here are the things that you do well. Here are the weaknesses that you have. These are all the ways that we think you can do better. These are the things that you need to be doing, and lay out a roadmap. Uh, My CO is really passionate about... Uh, the board precepts and the, and the convening letter for like the chiefs board It's like, you should be using that to write evals. You should be using that to counsel your guys. It spells out to the extent possible what the board is looking for. Exactly what they're looking for. Like breaks it down by category that they grade and they're like, Hey, these are the things this is what we're looking for. You know, the best of the fully qualified. We're looking for these qualifications. We're looking for, you know, chief development involvement. We're looking for, uh, all these other things, right? Uh, they'll list all leadership, uh, at sea, blah, blah, blah. And they'll tell you what's the most important. They'll tell you what's less important. They'll tell you all the other things that can, uh, can make you competitive. Um, those are the things you should be addressing. You should be talking about all those things, lay out that roadmap for them. Don't leave it a mystery on what they need to be doing to excel and what they need to be doing to professionally and personally develop and what they need to be doing to develop their sailors and, and make the unit and the team stronger and more effective. Uh, spend your time explaining to them what they're doing and what they need to do to get to where they where they need to be. And I, from experience, I can tell you that if you just spend your time telling them how great they are, It's not going to be very productive. And they're going to create for themselves these unrealistic expectations of what their eval is going to look like. However, if you spend that midterm counseling and subsequent time in between telling them all the things they need to do to get better and all you're building them and building them and building them, validating them when they're when they are in the position to be validated through awards and, and and everything else and praise and coins and whatever other mechanisms you have at your disposal, using those to reinforce that positive behavior, but building them and building them and building them so that when you sit down to debrief that eval, if they've done the things that you've told them and they followed through and they listened to your advice and they did all those things, then you get to validate them with this amazing eval. If they don't, you told them what was coming. You spent the time setting them up for success, And then if they don't follow through, the time was spent counseling them on, hey, these are the things you need to do to get ahead. Here's the roadmap. If you don't follow it, you're not going to get promoted. You're not going to get the EPE value. You're not going to get recognized with awards. That I mean, that's our reality. And it's not always viewed as fair, but I can tell you that every time I've taken the time to share the un- unvarnished truth with the sailor that, I'm charged with with evaluating in this way, without, that I'm charged with, you know, writing evals for and doing midterm counselings on, I can tell you that every time I've done that, the conversation could be uncomfortable and usually was uh, if they were being told that they were not meeting the mark and that these are the things that they're deficient on and these are the things they need to do to improve and get to where they want to be. It was painful for them to hear, But then the next six months was spent reaching for those things. And every time they did reach for those things, it ended with them attaining the majority of them and getting recognized and validated through awards and the evaluation that they thought they deserved, but they, they had worked to earn. And that's, you know, what you should be spending your time on with these midterm counselings is set them up for the next eval. Let them know where they're headed, good or bad. Let them know, hey, you know, you're not meeting their minimum required standards or you're not on track with disqualification or you're not doing the things we think you should be doing. And here are your weak areas. And you can do all this very constructively. It does not have to be negative reinforcement. It does not have to be a YFG speech. It does not have to be abusive in any way. Just be honest with them. Be honest with them. And whether you think they like to hear it or not, we're not not—we're not giving them what they want. We're giving them what they need. And they will thank you for it. Be honest with them. Tell them, these are the things you need to do. These are your weak areas. This is how to fix it. These are your strengths. This is how to get stronger. This is the the roadmap to get to where you want to be and I will help you get there and I will get behind you and push but you gotta put the effort in you gotta do X Y and Z if you're honest with them and you tell them these things and you lay out that roadmap almost without fail they will follow it they they want to be led this is not a mystery they do not want to fail nobody's clocking in every day going man I really want to suck today it's not happening. So provide them with what they need to succeed. I, I hope this doesn't sound simple or that this answer doesn't feel watered down because as I'm saying it, I, I almost feel like I'm not explaining it well because it feels very simple to me. Tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. Be honest with them and they will thank you for it. Uh, if they have questions, answer them. I, I really champion the, the approach of Very regularly having conversations with them. Very regularly, you know, giving them these course corrections, sitting down with them, making yourself as accessible as you can be. Give them as much bandwidth as you can. When you're in these leadership roles, that's your job. You take care of them. They take care of the mission. So find time, right? I understand everybody doesn't have the same bandwidth as me, but you have some. So make yourself available. Uh, Make sure the leaders that you have beneath you, if you do have too many sailors to be able to devote the type of bandwidth that I do, train them. Teach them how to do it. Are they going to be as great as you are at it? Maybe not, but it's better than nothing. Train them up. They might surprise you, and they probably will. So take advantage of the opportunity to do that, whether your opportunity is the same as me or your opportunity is to use your uh, your lower level leaders to get some of this info and to provide some of that access. Because they look up to those second classes just as much as they look up to that first class and that chief. I'm telling you now. Um, I I hope this helped. If it didn't, if I didn't get the the answer you needed uh, based on this, just hit me up again, man. Uh, send me an email. I will uh, spend as much time pounding on the keyboard as I can to to clarify whatever uh, I didn't address. Uh, but I hope this helped. Uh, and and again, I I just did this right after another one, and I'm home now. So I'm gonna run in and greet my dogs and start editing some stuff uh, before my fiance gets home. So uh, That's it. That's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship.